Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Tracy, and you're listening to Tracy Talks. Okay, before I even begin, I just want to apologize for the low quality of the sound on this week's episode. A lot of it is recorded on my phone because I am so busy that I can't even find time to just sit down and record this on my computer with the sound equipment and the microphone and everything. So I'm really sorry, but I'm also doing this while on my break at work. So last week, actually no, the week before last week, I was listening to my friend's podcast and the episode was titled The Price of a Call. Now my friend was talking about who you call when something good happens to you and who you do not call when nothing happens. I was completely blown away by this topic of discussion and it made me think back to the moment when I realized I was in love with my husband. At the time, Toilz was my boyfriend and something terrible had happened to me. In dire situations, I would usually call my mother. And seeing as this was in Kenya where this happened and my mother was much closer to me physically at least than Toilz was because he was in Norway at the time, I should really have called her, but I didn't, at least not at first. I called him. I chose to call him first. I relied on him and he came through for me. From halfway across the world, he came through for me. It was then that I realized that when something good happens, he's the first person I want to share my joy with. And in contrast, when something bad happens, he's the one I want to help me bear the weight of my burdens. This whole topic is covered in full by Donna's Melange and you can listen to the full episode on SoundCloud just search for Donna's Melange and that's D O N N A S M E L A N G E you'll find a link in the description box below Remember to like, comment and subscribe. You can find Tracy Talks anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes and SoundCloud. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tracy Jacobson. That's T R A C I J A K O B S E N. The J sounds like a Y because it's Norwegian. Okay, so seeing as I'm recording this during my break at work, I thought it was only fit that I should talk a little bit about work and what's keeping me so busy. So working in a restaurant means I meet a lot of people on a daily basis. A lot of the time I don't even get to know their names, but you'd be surprised how much you can learn about someone when you're feeding them. For example, the older Australian couple who were in Norway on holiday and told me countless stories of what it was like growing up in the 40s and 50s. Can you imagine that? They are so much older and yet they're still traveling and they'd been married for almost 50 years. The man told me of how his family moved from London when he was a child and they had to take a ship to Australia. And and now how he barely spent a day traveling from Melbourne to Oslo. There was also an English nurse, an older woman as well, who in the space of one month traveled to both poles. Yes, she was in Antarctica on the 7th of January and in the Arctic on February the 6th. She also told me about her trip to Kenya in 1987 and how much she loved the safari and the people and just the atmosphere that she felt when she was in Kenya. Then there was a Moroccan man who sat down and within seconds of seeing me 
asked me, are you from Kenya? And I responded, yes. I was shocked that he could tell not only the geographical region I was from, but the exact country by looking at the bone structure of my face. Well, he said so, but it's either that or he's stalking me. At which point, if anything happens to me, there's a Moroccan guy who keeps coming to the restaurant that you should probably look into. There was also a group of Norwegian men and women who, upon finding out I was from Kenya, each told me about their own trips to Kenya. These people were also elderly, and there seems to be a pattern going on here. A lot of people who are above the age of 50 seem to have loved going to Kenya decades ago. I even spoke Swahili to a couple of them and was actually shocked at how good their Swahili was, possibly better than mine. Then there was a Polish woman who lived in Norway for some years, but also in Tanzania. She told me about how she enjoyed life so much more in Tanzania because things were simple and of how she missed proper fruits and vegetables from outdoor markets. There are dozens of people that I've interacted with in the last couple months. Obviously, they don't all have the same connection to Kenya, but I always get drawn to the ones that do, as they do to me. And I'm also continuously and positively overwhelmed by how much love I receive simply because I'm Kenyan. Now, I would be lying if I said that it was always this pleasant. See, over the last few months, my Norwegian has gotten much better. However, I am by no means fluent in the language. As mentioned in the previous episode, it's not exactly a straightforward language. Luckily for me, the wonderful owners of the restaurant that I work at are very different from most Norwegian employers in that they don't require you to speak fluent Norwegian or any Norwegian at all in order for you to work there. To be quite honest, they actually look for foreigners more than Norwegians. And I couldn't tell you why, but I will say that for this, I am truly grateful. The menu is both in English and Norwegian, and my Norwegian is good enough that I can easily make it through the workday without speaking English. Sometimes someone will ask something that's maybe in their dialect, or maybe they use a word that I haven't really put into my vocabulary, and then apologize, and I ask them to please repeat in English. Usually this isn't a problem, and I also learn a new word, but sometimes it rubs the customer the wrong way. I don't get why this happens, but people ruin entire experiences simply because I do not speak fluent Norwegian. Just a few days ago, I served a middle-aged couple, and just after they had sat down, she asked me something. She said it really quick and in Norwegian, and I didn't catch it. So I replied with, Vasadu, which means, what did you say? On repeating it at the same speed, I still did not understand, so I asked politely, Beklage, jeg forstår ikke. Kan du jente på engelsk? Which translates as, Sorry, I don't understand. Can you repeat in English? She responded by looking at her husband. For a moment, they simply looked at each other while I stood there awkwardly wondering what was happening. Finally, her husband looked at me and asked if they could have some more time before they ordered. The rest of their time at the restaurant was very unpleasant for me. The woman didn't really ever look at me and she didn't speak to me again. 
Eventually, I asked somebody else to take their table because I just don't need that in my life. There was also the time a man who happened to own and run a bar came in with a big group of people. He made it very clear that he knew his drinks, but that didn't stop him from asking for recommendations. Any recommendation I made, however, was met with a flurry of questions like what kind of spirit is used or what temperature is it cooled at or do you use fresh ginger or do you have full cream milk? And no matter what I responded with, he wasn't happy. He was just looking for a reason to just catch me out. And obviously to him, none of our drinks were made correctly. At the end of the day, I'm really enjoying working where I'm working and the people I'm working with are fantastic, which makes it that much better. And considering how long it's been since I've had full-time work, you know, moving here, it was really difficult to get full-time work and I've spoken about it in previous episodes. So right now it's just really good to have responsibilities again and to have full-time work and not have to worry about living paycheck to paycheck, even though because we're planning the wedding, we still kind of are living paycheck to paycheck. But just think, after we're done with the wedding and we get back here after the summer, it's gonna be pretty epic. Join me again next week for another episode of Tracy Talks. This podcast is produced by me, Tracy Jacobson. All the music you've heard today is from the free musicarchive.com and a lot of the music on the website is under Creative Commons licensing. So it's absolutely free and legal to use as long as you give credit where credit is due. Nobody likes a thief. Do not forget to subscribe, like and comment. You can listen to the podcast anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes and SoundCloud. If you haven't already, like my Facebook page so that you don't miss out on future episodes. You can find that on facebook.com forward slash Tracy Talks. If you'd like to reach out to me or if you want to be on the show, you can write to me on karibunorge at gmail.com. That's K-A-R-I-B-U-N-O-R-G-E at gmail.com. I always enjoy hearing from you all and appreciate all your tips and suggestions. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tracy Jacobson. Thank you for taking the time to listen in and do not forget to share Tracy Talks with family and friends.